Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be attracting the right woman. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He's early 30s. He makes six figures a year. It's doing quite well. But his biggest problem is that he tends to get intimidated by women, especially when they challenge him and kind of back him into a corner. And instead of responding in a playful, indifferent way that communicates not only is he not bothered by their tests and they're trying to pressure him, he finds it amusing. But in this particular case, obviously he gets upset and he gets butthurt at things instead of dealing with it in a proper way. And you could tell he's, he's what was nice about his email and why I picked it is he had a lot of bullet points of things that he's like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is my mindset's at. This is the way I view myself. So I'm going to go through each one of them and just really try to help him have a perception change about himself. Because once he has a perception change about how he views himself, and then he starts taking the kind of action he needs to take that I talk about in my first book, How to Be a 3% Man, then things are gonna change for the better with him. So it's like the way, what you'll see is when I go through his emails, is like he doesn't even get out of the gate because he's already convinced himself that he sucks. And the reality is before anybody else in the world will believe anything about you and your goals and your dreams and the things you want is that you got to believe it yourself. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be 100% certain it's definitely going to come to pass at some point in the future, but you got to have the, be courageous enough and brave enough to go after it even when success looks like it's far off or it's never going to happen. That's part of, of masculine energy, purpose, drive, mission, succeeding, accomplishing, breaking through barriers, overcoming challenges. That's what a man is all about. And so in order to become attractive to women, you've got to exhibit the qualities that women look for in men that naturally make you attractive. Men are born to succeed. We have that innate drive and desire in ourselves it's only how we perceive ourselves that get in the way of us going from where we are to where we want to be. So I got a quote that I wrote in this particular topic, and then we're going to go through all the bullet points in his email because I know a lot of guys and girls, for, the, for that matter, have this kind of perception about themselves. Typically, it comes from childhood, the people that you're surrounded by. Sometimes it's just an event that happens in life. And you make an association, you make a decision because we all determine what things mean to us. So we can determine that something was great for us and a great learning experience or we can look at something and say, well, that was horrible and therefore I'm never going to try that again. I'm never going to step outside my comfort zone. I'm never going to take any real risks. And as a man, even you have to embrace failure. You've got to be excited about failure. You've got to look forward to failure. You've got to look at failure as just something that's a necessary stepping stone to get from where you are to where you want to be. So the quote says, in order to accomplish great things in life, you must have the courage and conviction to take consistent action towards making your grandest goals and dreams a reality despite the potential for failure. You don't have to be great to start out but you must make the required effort to learn, grow, and become better slowly over time in order to become great and exceptional. Until you succeed and finally manifest your dreams, a lot of time is going to pass and you will have to get used to wondering if your efforts will eventually pay off 
despite experiencing long periods of failure, setbacks, and doubt. A burning desire and passion for your goals and dreams is the necessary fuel you'll need to stay motivated and persevere when the future is in doubt. This is the essence of masculine energy, taking risks, overcoming challenges, breaking through barriers, and having a purpose and mission that is emotionally compelling to you. Your actions are evidence of your conviction about yourself and your capabilities. Taking action makes you feel more confident and hopeful. Inaction makes you shrink from challenges and fear the future. As you make progress and see positive results, this builds your confidence and makes you more attractive to women because of your bravery despite future success being in doubt. Attracting the right woman is the result of becoming the kind of person you want to attract. This happens when you feel great about yourself and your life, even when you have a long way to go to reach your dreams. In other words, as long as you're on the path and you're moving towards what you want, that's the kind of vibe and the energy you want to put out into the world. Because at least you're moving towards it. You're brave enough and you're courageous enough to go after the things you want, despite the world around you trying to convince you that that's ah, not a good idea. Nah, it's not going to work out for you. So with that said, let's go through his email. He says, hey, Coach Corey, my name is Bob. I have a serious problem with women that no psychologist seems to be able to help me to overcome. I've been to plenty. I don't want to waste your time as I'm sure you've read tons of emails from hopeless men who are always asking themselves, what is wrong with me and how can I fix this? Well, I mean, think about it. What is wrong with me? When you ask that kind of a question, your brain goes, oh, must be something wrong with me. Let me find an answer that justifies that there's something wrong with me. Asking yourself quality questions is essential to get from where you are to where you want to be. How can I fix this is a great question. That forces your brain to come up with a good, positive, empowering answer. Your self-talk is going to, in large part, determine where you ultimately end up in life and what you're able, what you can and can't accomplish. So you got to think very carefully what's going on in your own mind and what you're saying to yourself when you're thinking and talking about yourself to yourself. I will try to make this email as short as possible. That being said, I have a lot to unpack. Here goes. About me. Number one, low self-esteem, low self-worth. Again, that's a choice. You've made a conscious choice to say, I suck. I'm not good. I'm not good with women. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to be able to get the kind of women I want. I'm not going to have the kind of life I want. You're telling yourself that. That's a way to soothe your ego, to soothe your consciousness and make it okay that your life is not where you want to be. It justifies staying stuck where you are. And the reality is you've decided to place some negative, disempowering meanings to things that have happened in your life. This makes you feel good about not moving yourself forward. If you have a hard time talking to women, this justifies not talking to them. And if you're not talking to them, you're not getting practice and you're not getting experience. The only way to get better is to do the things you're scared of and you're uncomfortable with. That is reality. You have to move from where you are and get outside that comfort zone. It's the only way your life's going to change. You have to take action. That's reality. 
Time is going to pass whether you do anything to help yourself or you do nothing. It makes sense if the amount of time we got left in life is slowly diminishing and we're actually doing things to move our lives forward because time is going to pass and someday you're going to end up somewhere either as a result of taking positive action towards what you want or just trying to live a mediocre life and settle. And it sucks settling. It's mediocrity sucks. You don't want to be there. Obviously, if you're watching this video, you're the type of person that wants more for yourself than what you have now. Most people aren't like that. And that's okay. We're concerned about doing things to move our lives forward despite the rest of the people around us going, eh, that's not a good idea, man. Oh, you got a good job. It's comfortable. It pays. But just stay there. Don't rock the boat too much. Number two, he says he's an attractive guy. Number three, he's a biracial guy. He's in his early 30s. He says he's a very passive, nice guy type. So the nice guys have been, I mean, if you turn on the TV and watch your average movie, that's, that is the vibe that they're trying to teach men is to be pleasers, to be super nice, to be super accommodating. Don't ever speak up. Don't ever get angry. Don't ever get upset. Don't ever get emotional about things that don't go your way. Just basically be a, a zombie and say, yes, dear, and do whatever your girl wants. Because if you're extra super nice to you, she'll fall in love with you and think you're just swell. It doesn't work like that in the real world. Women like dangerous masculinity. Dangerous masculinity is changing jobs when you're not happy. Dangerous masculinity is moving across the country for a job opportunity you're really excited about, or maybe you just want to live in the area where you're moving to. Taking a risk in a crowd of people and going up and talking to a cute girl that you notice is checking you out, that is dangerous. That is risky because you're risking rejection and everybody seeing you fail. That's what women like. Women don't like the guy that sits in the corner with the beer or the drink in front of his chest and just stares in a creepy way and never has the courage to do anything about it. You got to at least try. Because if you try and you fail, hey, you went for it. Now you can cross that person or that opportunity off your list. Instead of wondering a week or two later, God, if I'd have gone up and talked to that girl, man, if I'd have gone in and tried to get that job when they were hiring, maybe things would have been different. At least if you make an attempt and you fail, you can cross it off your list. That means you were brave. That means you fucking went for it. That's the kind of thing you want to pat yourself on the back for. That you took the repetition because repetition is the mother of skill. The only way you're going to get better is by taking action, learning from your mistakes, growing your reserve of knowledge, and persevering towards the things you want. Number six. When people, especially women, are mean to me, I take it personally like I'm not man enough and they can see that immediately and take advantage of it. Well, women don't like weakness. You've got to learn to realize that the best approach is humor. You don't take yourself too seriously. You're not butthurt. You're not offended. You're not diminished. If a girl challenges you and tries to give you the impression that she's not interested or she doesn't like you, you're going to have the attitude of, I'll, you'll warm up to me or you're just saying that you really do think I'm cute if you have the attitude that you're fucking awesome and you bring something to the table you're going to kind of smirk when a woman feigns disinterest or dislike or she doesn't like what you said and you're comfortable with you, what you said and you feel proud of it 
you got to live that truth. Whether she likes you or not is irrelevant. You being you is the important thing. You always want to have a better, funnier comeback to things that women say that communicate that you're completely indifferent and you're kind of amused by it. And deep down, you know she really likes you anyways because if she didn't like you, she wouldn't be talking to you. If no matter how much a woman tries to squeeze your nuts metaphorically, you're going to smile and you're going to laugh it off and you're going to come back with another comeback that's a little funnier, kind of treating her like the bratty little sister, that shows you're not diminished by her words or her feigning or acting like she doesn't like you or doesn't like something about you, doesn't like the shirt you're wearing or whatever. Especially if a woman is talking about your clothes, I don't like that color shirt. Well, obviously, I think you really do like it. You were just looking for a reason to come over and talk to me. If you didn't like my shirt, you wouldn't have brought it up. It's up to that effect. Always with a smile on your face. I, I spent the, recently last, last week, I hung out with a close friend of mine and his family. And one of the things I love about him is that he's always smiling. He's always happy. His number one goal in everything is, I just want to have a good time. I want to have fun. And that's his attitude towards everything. Even when people around him get a little upset or get a little mad about different things, he's going to laugh and crack a joke and not think it's that big a deal. Obviously, when it comes time to communicate, he's going to sit down with his wife and talk to her and communicate with her. But they get along great. They've almost never argued over the course of the almost 30 years that they've been together. He's just decided ahead of time, I'm going to be happy. And one of the things that his wife, that he loves about his wife is she was always nice to him. Always nice. That's why he married her, because she's nice to him. And he's funny as hell, and everybody loves him. He was one of the most popular guys that I went to high school with, and always joking around, always has a funny story. And whenever he's telling a story about something, in his mind, he thinks it's the greatest, funniest thing in the world. It's just the way he talks. Even when he tells a cheesy joke that he's probably told a thousand times and his kids have heard hundreds of times and all of his friends like myself have heard hundreds of times, when he retells that same joke that he's been telling for 30 years to people that haven't heard it before, it's like he tells it like he's about to reveal the funniest thing ever. And because he's having so fun, much fun and he brings the vibe to that, Everybody always has a good time around. That's what you want to bring. You want to bring that life of the party. I'm not diminished by anything anybody says. Oh, you don't like me? Oh, it's your loss. You'll warm up to it to me eventually. Especially like when people come to me and they fucking hate on me and send me nasty, nasty emails and say nasty things. And then months later, they send an email apologizing or a comment saying, you know, I thought you were a real dickhead, Corey, and you didn't know your asshole from a hole in the ground. And... The more I watched your videos and the more I applied to things in your book, 3% Man, which you can read for free at understandingrelationships.com. All you got to do is subscribe to the email newsletter. And the more I applied to things that are in your book, the better my life got. And I came to realize that this fucking shaved head, pasty white guy actually knows what the hell he's talking about. I mean, it's self-evident. All you got to, if you just apply the things that are in here, you will see your life getting better. When this happens, I self-destruct. I hit the bottle hard, which is avoiding the issue, and it has caused me problems in my personal life and at my job. You can't run from yourself. You can't hide from your problems. Your problems will follow you everywhere. You've got to learn to embrace it. 
focus on deciding ahead of time that no matter what somebody says to you or even if 99% of the women that you encounter don't like you or aren't into you, you're just trying to get through those 99% to get to one who does like what you have to say and who does think you're cute and who does want to talk to you. But if you presupposed ahead of time that you suck, you're going to give off that vibe because you've already, you've already lost before you even got up, before you even opened your mouth, you've already convinced yourself that you got nothing of value to offer versus having the vibe that I'm just going to be here. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time with everybody around me. And if people don't like me, well, that's really not none of my business. It's not my fucking problem. It's their problem. He says, I'm literally scared of strong women. When I was a teenager, I was yelled at and berated in high school by a woman in front of the whole school and laughed at, and I did nothing. This traumatized me, and I just sort of take abuse. That's why you got to have a better, funnier comeback. If somebody breaks your balls, break their fucking balls back. You know, it's like I talk about in the book. 90% of the time, you're a charming James Bond, and 10% of the time, you're going to treat women like the bratty little sister. So if a chick is fucking with you, fuck back with her in a fun, playful way. doesn't mean be a dick, but be funny and playful. Make fun of her in a way that messes with her. I've had two girlfriends that have not had sex in five years. Like, dude, I talked to guys that have been married to the same woman for 40 years, and they stopped having sex 20 years ago. So you went five years. I mean, just imagine being married and in a relationship with a woman that you fucking live with and you haven't had sex in decades. You don't have any fucking problems compared to those guys. So come on, dude. You're just being overly hard on yourself. And again, this is part of, oh, I haven't had sex in five years. It's over for me. So what? You can meet somebody this weekend and live happily ever after. Or just live happily ever after for the weekend and meet somebody else next weekend. I have a visceral reaction to conflict of any kind and it scares the shit out of me. Well, don't seek conflict. Almost 100% of the time, you can diffuse every situation that could potentially lead to conflict. Again, it's all about your attitude and your vibe. And like I was talking about earlier, my friend who's just always smiling, always joking, wants to have a good time. That's what he's determined to do. And if anybody's going to be in a shitty mood, he doesn't want to put up with it. No drama is his policy. It's one of the things I fucking love about him. Mostly with women because I get too scared to go toe-to-toe with them verbally. With men, it's usually been physical, which is a lot easier for me. Well, again, you don't want to be going around trying to fucking start fights with every guy to prove your manhood to them. If you don't take yourself too seriously and you don't take shit personally, if somebody's nasty to you, it's... It says more about that person than it does about you. And as far as women go, it's not about going toe-to-toe. It's about having fun. Love is playful and fun. It's not serious. It's not about being a dickhead. Number 10, I'm moderately successful. I live in a big city and I make over hundred grand a year. I have a bachelor's degree and usually take women out and get nothing in return. What's up? Love is about giving. You're going out because you want to have a good time. If you click with the girl and you have sexual chemistry with the girl and you end up hanging out, having fun and hooking up or maybe dating, great. If not, if it goes nowhere, at least you went out and you had a good fucking time. What you're looking, you got to remember, it's like 
you, that sentence tells me that you kind of have the mindset of what can I do to get this girl to like me? Whereas most women go out on a date with the attitude of, is this guy a good match for me? Do I like him? Are we going to be good together? And therefore, you're on probation and therefore, she should be on probation as well. You should have a skeptical attitude. Well, I'm going to give this girl a shot and see how it goes. I don't really know her that well. Because remember, people can hide who they are for 90 days. So you need, if you're going to date somebody consistently, you need to date them for at least 90 days before you can really start to get an accurate picture of who they really are on their good days and their bad days before you can decide whether or not it's something you want to put up with or live with. Because the reality is there's a lot of really beautiful, sexy, fun girls in this world that just suck to be in a relationship with because they're a fucking pain in the ass. Just because she's hot doesn't mean she's a good match for you. And guys that don't have an abundance of women in their lives will take whatever they can get and they put up with just incredibly shitty bad attitudes. And unfortunately, this validates the, how the women are showing up and therefore they're little fucking tyrants not all of them but some of them are way too many of them i would say this makes me angry and i must admit i think i am angry with women in general well what is behind anger fear so what you're really af afraid of is you're afraid that they're not going to like you again that is the wrong mindset you should have the mindset of I'm trying to get to know this girl to determine whether or not she's a good match for me and if I should like her. It's a night and day difference from your attitude. A date really is, think of it as like a pre-qualification. You're trying to see what they're like. They've always bullied me and made me feel inadequate. Well, you chose to feel inadequate based on what was happening. I had a pretty bad role model as a mom and number three, I feel, hey, dude, my mother was a psychotic schizophrenic. The woman I knew is my mother died when I was 19. When she flipped out and had a nervous breakdown, she was never the same person again. So boo-hoo. We all have things that happen to us that sucked in life. It doesn't have to define who you are. So your mom was a bad role model. You're in your 30s now, dude. You, you can't use that as an excuse to have it affect your actions going forward. You just have to say, you know what? It's a strength. Because of this, I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to make more of an effort to be a better man than the average guy would have who actually had a good mom growing up. So because of this wound that you have, it can actually become a strength and make you better than most guys. Because, quite frankly, you'll work harder to overcome it than a guy that had to say everything handed to him in his life. I feel frustrated because I give so much and get nothing in return. Don't focus on the results, dude. You have to focus on the process. Any great professional athlete is not necessarily going to focus on how many catches or how many hits or how many touchdowns or how many home runs or how many baskets he made. He's going to focus on the process of being the absolute best athlete and player and teammate that he can be. The scores and the points and the games and the results are secondary. They will take care of themselves. You have to focus on the process. Where you're at, the process is, is you need to personally get better and more comfortable interacting with women. Therefore, you have to interact with more women you have to get used to going around and talking to people everywhere you go, whether it's men, whether it's women, whether it's old ladies, 
families with their kids, get in the habit of striking up conversations with strangers. That's another thing, my good friend who I was talking about earlier. Wherever we fucking go, he talks to people everywhere. He's curious about everything. If somebody's got a football jersey on or a college football jersey because he's in a college football, he's going to ask him a question about it and start talking and joking around and smiling. He's like the life of the party wherever he goes. Because again, he's decided ahead of time he wants to have fun. He says, I don't want to resent women. I want to be emotionally healthy. Well, all you got to do is start acting in a healthy way. Don't take shit personally. Their world is full of reasons to take shit personally. All you got to do is turn on one of the major news networks and there's a gazillion reasons why to be upset and unhappy about the world. It doesn't need to be that way. Number 12, I think women, I know women think I'm a pussy, but I don't know how to get out of it. Well, it's simple. Stop acting like a pussy. Act like a guy who brings something of value to the table. Act like a guy who's seeking to have fun and look for reasons to smile and laugh and not take himself or like life too seriously. I feel bad and scared if I stand up for myself, show anger, etc. So I mostly just take the hits and laugh. Don't take shit personally, especially like what I do with the amount of people that follow me. I get nasty emails pretty much every day. I get nasty fucking horrible comments. People saying the worst things you can imagine about other human beings to, to me all the fucking time. You have to let it roll off your back like water rolls off a duck's feathers, I think is the expression. Number 13, all this goes away when I drink alcohol. I'm usually the life of the party and I have the social skills to get the girl more so than the average dude. It's like they're all there when I drink, but drinking has become a problem for me. So I need to know if you'd help me out because I desperately need it as I'm getting older and I really would like to find the right woman. Well, finding the right woman, like I said in the quote in the beginning, is really a result of becoming the right man. If you, Every time you leave the house, you're acting like a butthurt baby yeah, women aren't going to want to be around you because it's like what happens when your kid takes their diaper off and smears his shit all over the wall and you got 20 people showing up to your house in 15 minutes? How are you going to handle that? If you laugh about it and you think it's funny and you tell your whole everybody that showed up and they're going to laugh about it because they probably had similar stories where their kid's doing the similar things or taking crayons and writing all over the fucking wall and all the things that funny things that kids do you got to be able to handle a little bit of pressure and find a way to laugh about it and be amused by it. I had some my this another thing that happened this past weekend is my buddy he had one of those little golf carts and some other friends of ours they were also over visiting. Their kids were driving it and their kids ran into my fucking car and scratched the the back of my vehicle. It was, you know, a little scratch about that big and, you know, $100,000 car. It's like, I wasn't really happy about it, but it's like, I was like, hey, you know, at least the kids were okay. It's not a big deal. It's a little scratch. I'm not going to get upset about it. We went back in the house. We went back to drinking beer and having a good time, and I'm not going to worry about it. Anyways, I turned the car in in a few months anyways. I'll get something new and, and a new lease. It's You can't let shit fucking bother you. You can get angry. You can get pissed off about everything, or you can say... Hey, kids are going to be kids. Shit's going to get broken. That's that's the way it is. Don't take shit personally. 
Number 14, please let me know if you can work with me and how much you charge. Well, if you're interested in booking a phone session with me, you can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab that's top of your screen and book a coaching session. But in the meantime, I highly recommend, again, you go to my website and start reading 3% Man and applying it because it's in applying this that you're going to develop your skill because what you need is you need new experiences where things go well so it's an art it's a mindset you've got to think about how you're thinking about yourself like i said if somebody crashes into your car and fucks it up and scratches the side of it are you going to act like it's the end of the fucking world or are you going to kind of laugh about it i'm like yeah whatever let's just go back and have another beer and and laugh and talk about football or something else. You know, the kids are okay, everything's great. It's not the end of the world. You got you really have to look at life that way. So until next time, I will talk to you soon. <laughs>